on Before the Bestseller, we talk with our favorite authors about the books they wrote and the stories behind how those books made it big. I'm your host, Alex Straffy, and it's an absolute pleasure to have you here today. The one-page marketing plan has a global following. The book has over 5,000 reviews on Amazon and is still a bestseller years on from its launch. Alan Dibb makes marketing palatable for the average business owner who has a great product or service, but no idea how to get it to market. Like Alan says in our interview, it's not a revolution in marketing, but it is a revolution in marketing implementation because I'm sure, as most of you know by now, spontaneous marketing activities don't work. Alan also talks about the need to systematize your marketing which to me is the biggest takeaway from the book and something I actually right now am working on to implement in my business. Let's jump into the one-page marketing plan with Alan Dibb. Alan Dibb, thanks so so much for coming back on. We're excited to not just hear about the actual content of the book, but actually how you got this book out there. It's one of the top-selling marketing books on Amazon, especially as a self-published author, which is incredible. And it's been selling well now, I think, for what? Uh, almost a decade, um, which is pretty, or five, at least five years. Uh, five years, yeah, five years, not quite a decade, yeah. But, but yeah, it has been um, up there in the bestseller list for, for quite a while. We know it will be selling well for at least a decade uh, <laughs> with everything you're doing for it, which is something we'll talk about. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, first question here is how many copies did you sell that first week uh, of the book? First week, I honestly don't remember how many copies in the first week. It wasn't anything earth-shattering. I think it was maybe a 1,000 or maybe 1,500 or whatever, and I was quite uh, surprised by by that. Honestly, I didn't know what to expect. I knew it was an excellent book, but I had never published a book. I had no idea uh, what to expect, whether it would sell a, a million or zero. And, you know, most most books sell closer to the zero than the million. Um, so I didn't really have any set expectations, but um, I, I had someone at the time who was helping me with some of the logistics of, because, yeah, I had no idea what to do with KDP and formatting and blah, 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 all of that sort of stuff. So I had someone kind of guiding me through through that process. Gotcha. And going on to the first month, you have sort of an estimate, you know, going from 1,000, 1,500, somewhere around there that first week to how many copies did you really start to sell uh, towards that first month? I think the first month ended up being about three or 4,000 copies. And I remember emailing my guy um, who was helping me out and I said, um, uh, you know, do we know, how do we know if it's you know, if we can use the word bestseller or whatever. And he, he goes, it's number one in your category. And I'm like, I didn't even know how to check on Kindle. <laughs> and he goes, no, no, you just go and refresh on the Amazon page and it shows you what number you are on. The, and, I, and I refresh and I'm like, number one. And I'm like, what? Like, uh, I didn't even know, right? So uh, I'd hit number one in the category and I, did, I had no uh, no idea. Um, so, yeah, I was really clueless about book publishing. Um, and so, yeah, it was. Re- there's, a, there's a lot to learn about it. I mean, like, it's a whole industry on its own. And I think it's an industry that... Um, is very very backwards. Like uh, there's a lot um, there's a lot there that's kind of still rooted in what feels like ancient technology and ancient ways of doing things. So um, yeah, the and you didn't just hit number one, and you aren't still just number one in some you know obscure subcategory, right? Because we all know if you yep. get ten of your friends to buy your book Correct. and you're in the right category, you can become an Amazon bestseller. But no, this is 
this is like one of the top categories on Amazon. Uh, you've, you've hit oh, I mean, many of the marketing top marketing ones. Uh, I mean, how did you, so that first week, the first month, how did you launch the book? What sort of marketing activities? Obviously, you can't be a marketing guy, release a marketing book and um, not have it do well, right? Definitely. That wouldn't look too good. So what did you focus on for the launch of your book? So uh, I, I focused a lot. I was on podcasts a lot. So um, we also, uh, and really, I, I want to de-emphasize the launch week and the launch uh, month and all of that because here's the biggest mistake I see most authors do. They will spend a year or two or, or sometimes 10 years writing an amazing book. They spend three or four weeks um, promoting it, getting on podcasts, whatever, doing doing the, the whole promo thing. And that's it. And then they move on to the next book or next project or whatever. And I'm like, Dude, you spent so much time and effort creating this thing and then you spent hardly any time promoting it or marketing it or whatever. And I think that the key is to look at it, look at the long game. You know, like you said, the book's been out for about five years now and we do more promotion, more pushing of the book now than I ever did in launch week or whatever. So to be honest, uh, the launch week or the launch month was not that important for the, the success of the book. The success of the book is what we did uh, between now and then and, and how we've snowballed it. So now I spend more budget marketing it. I spend, I've got more team members working on promoting it um, than ever before, five years later. Right. So, uh, so I think that's the important thing to really think about as an author. What's the long game? It's not, you know, and yes, there are examples of where someone kind of just writes a hit and everybody loves it and it just goes up uh, the bestseller list without any promotion. But I think that's like 0.0001 of the, the, the marketplace. That's really more luck or whatever whatever you would call it um but that's not not the most common kind of uh scenario so the more common scenario is you're going to have to promote it like you promote any product you know if uh, if apple created a beautiful laptop and never marketed it never promoted it no one would ever know about it would would fail in the marketplace right so there's two two things you need to really think about when it comes to a, a book. So there's merit, meaning, hey, it's a really good book, right? There's really good content. It's really going to help someone. It's going to change someone's life. And then there's distribution, right? It's like, how am I going to make people aware of this? How am I going to uh, get more people to know about it? How am I going to do that? And unfortunately, a lot of authors feel like that's kind of like, uh, not their domain or it's kind of like they look down on marketing. They feel like it should uh, be only merit-based. And unfortunately, the world is not merit-based, right? The, you know, you don't get in life what you deserve. You get in life what you negotiate. So, um, and so what you've got to do is you've got to show people how good it is, right? There's a reason they call it best-selling author, right? It's because you're good at selling, right? You're good at selling the, the, the book. It's not best writing author. It's not best, you know, uh, book or whatever. It's best selling author. That's really what's measured. So you've got to get good at the marketing and selling component of it. 
I have a sneaking suspicion here that you probably built marketing systems for your book uh, as well. Do you want to walk us through kind of what some of your ongoing marketing systems are that you've built for the book are? Totally. So I'll give you an example of one. So one is where we reach out to relevant high traffic podcasts. And so I have someone in my team. Um, part of her job uh, is hey, re- reaching out to relevant podcasts saying, hey, whatever, Alan is best-selling author of this, sold this many books, all of that sort of stuff. Uh, we think he would be a great guest for your, your podcast or whatever. Um, and uh, basically uh, organizing the, the logistics. So uh, she has a standard operating procedure. So she knows when, when, to, uh, when I can be booked in my calendar People will usually ask for things like headshots and bios and all of that. So she's got got all, yeah. all of that in place. So um, basically like a little bit of a media kit. So that's a process in my business and that's an ongoing thing. Now more more and more now we get the requests inbound, but certainly in the beginning we, we had to be much more outbound with that. Another example is we would find people who uh, – so we made a list of other books that we considered – cousin books and cousin authors. So I can see one there right behind you, which is Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. That's one of our cousin books. So it's a, a, a and Mike is a good, good friend, but um, uh, so we, we made a list of cousin books, uh, authors who have very similar audiences or very similar messages. So uh, Mike, Mike and I, we're very aligned in terms of message, in terms of audience. We've cross-promoted to each other's list and things like that. Another book would be Traction by Jeanette Wickman. Another book would be The E-Myth by Michael Gerber, right? So what we did, we found people, uh, YouTubers, bloggers, all of that, people who'd written reviews of one of our cousin books, right? So someone who'd written a review of Profit First, or someone who'd written a review of, of E-Myth and we basically sent them a free copy of the book and said, hey, really appreciate it. Uh, uh, you know, uh, our, our book has a very similar message or a very similar audience to Profit First or E-Myth or whatever. Um, we'd love to send you a free book and we did and they would receive that book and a percentage of them would actually do like a YouTube video of it or a, a blog review or whatever. And, and again, so that was a process in our business. And so there's logistics involved in that. Obviously, you have to find the person, you have to find their email address, you have to send them a physical copy of the book. Then even when you do that, um, only a small percentage will actually follow through with doing a review or whatever. We found we had about a 25% hit rate of, of people who would actually do uh, a written or, or video review after we'd prompted them a, a couple of times. So that's got to, that's all got to be a process in, in your business. And so there, there's someone who ne- whose job it needs to be to do that. And usually the author is not the best person to, to be doing that stuff because um, like most authors, you kind of get busy, you kind of get bored, you move on to the next project. So you just need someone who's taking care of those sorts of things. So there are a couple of examples of processes in our business uh, where where we've done that to promote the book and you know there, there are dozens of others 
Do you mind mentioning just a few more examples? Sure. I think we heard, so obviously podcasting, uh, reaching out to, you know, for reviews, things like that. Yeah. What else are you working on or what else do you do? Um, uh, optimizing ads on KDP. So, so looking at uh, the, the numbers, um, I forget what the metric is called. Um, basically the cost of the ad. ACOS. ACOS, that's, that's the one. Yeah. ACOS. Um, uh, finding uh, books that are relevant running those campaigns uh, so that that's another thing that that we do uh, we looked at doing so whenever someone asks me to speak uh, part of the deal is that they bulk order books as well so uh, doing doing bulk or bulk orders of the books um, so setting up all of those logistics so we now have a wet warehouse with the books so I am self-published but for the print version of the book um, we do have, dis- uh, we work with like a hybrid distribution uh, company. So uh, because we sell qu- quite a bit of volume, we, we offset print the books and store them in a warehouse and then and then we, we send them out to Ingram or Macmillan or, or whatever, right? So, so we're not print on demand, um, even though we're self, self-published. Um, the other thing was setting up the author platform, right? So uh, really thinking through the the whole process. So what do I want from someone who reads the book? So one of the things I want is I want them to leave me a review, right? So that's a system right now. So when someone subscribes to my email list, one of the emails or maybe even multiple of the emails that they'll get is, uh, hey, really appreciate if you'd leave me a review on Amazon who really helped me out. And we have the direct link to where they can actually do that. So they're not kind of expending any calories or trying to figure out, you know, where do I go? Okay. Where's the review button on Amazon and all of that sort of thing. Because every piece of friction you add is going to reduce the effectiveness of that call to action. So we make it super, super easy. Now, the other thing that happens is, well, uh, again, we get a ton of inbound emails. So every day someone will say, I read the book, really loved it, it helped me, blah, blah, blah. And one of the processes that I've set up with my team is we say, so let's say you sent that email to me, Alex. I would say, oh, Alex, thank you so much for your kind words. Really appreciate it. What was it that you enjoyed most about the book? You might say, oh, I really liked how you talked about, you know, getting your messaging right or whatever, and this was really on point. And uh, and then um, a simple email reply saying, hey, Alex, would you mind copying and pasting that response into the Amazon reviews? And here's the link where, where you can do that. Because a lot of times if you say to someone, leave me a review, they're like, ah, oh, I don't know what to write. You, they kind of get that that um, page fright, right? right uh, you know, uh, whereas if you just ask them what they liked about it, they'll instantly tell you. So it's kind of like a, a multi-step process to kind of getting a review. So basically ask for reviews, interact with your readers. So uh, I'm so surprised so many authors don't have a way for readers to reach out to them. And, you know, why wouldn't you want to hear from your readers? You know, first of all, you you want to know what they thought of the book. You want to uh, ask them to leave you a review. You want to maybe even upsell them a course or a consulting service or, or whatever. And so we need we know that conversations lead to conversions. And so we want to have conversations with our ideal target market. So uh, that's really really a key part of it. So uh, and ha- having a system in place where you're manning that that. Um, store essentially. So if you had a physical store, 
you would hire someone to man that store. And then when someone walked into your store, you'd say, hey, uh, can I, how can I help you? Have you been here before? Great. No? Okay, great. Well, this is what we've got here, and this is we've got a special on this or whatever. Or if they had been in the store, you might discuss about something that they had their eye on or whatever. And so I think of it this, the exact same way. We're kind of manning our, our digital store. So there's someone in there to answer questions, to help people with, with problems, to move people to maybe the next step in, in working with us or, or whatever. So that's another process that we've got in our business. So where both myself and my team can respond to, to readers. And, you know, it's become uh, essentially somebody's full-time job in my business because we get that that, that much inbound email every day. Um, but it's such an important part of the, the business because it leads to conversions. It leads to goodwill with, with our audience. You know, people are so grateful to hear back from, from someone. A lot of times it's a, it's a one-way street and they never hear back from, from an author or have no way of, of reaching them. So people love that. Making those reviews as frictionless as possible. That totally. just sounds like a, a huge part and systematizing everything. Alan, I think we're coming up at the end of our time here. I really appreciate your time. So one final question is, what is your favorite recent marketing book and who are you paying attention to right now? Yeah, so uh, uh, like I mentioned, uh, Mike McCallowitz is a good friend. He recently came out with a marketing book. I think it's called Different Different is Better. He, uh, get, um, get Different. Oh, yeah, Get Different. He's, it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, the initial title was different is better. And I think he changed that in the, on the last minute. So that's why, why you I got to see the behind the I scenes. I got to see the behind the yeah. scenes. So yeah, but uh, Mike, Mike writes really good books. Um, I, I really like um, Todd Herman's book, the alter ego, not quite exactly a marketing book, but um, I think yeah. it, it can really help you with that as well. So Todd is a, Todd is a really good author as well. The alter ego. I'll have to give that one a go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like it. Well, Alan, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, your marketing advice here with us. Uh, you know, whether it's how to actually market a business, it's great because usually we just have people out there who come on and talk about how they marketed their book, but you're actually a marketing guy who marketed your <laughs> book. So it's, it's a whole different twist. It's been a lot of fun. Again, from Melbourne, Australia, Alan did such a pleasure. Where can people get the book uh, and what's the best place to get in contact with you if, if they want to you know, talk with you further? Yeah, so the book is wherever books are sold, Amazon or Audible. It's very, very strong and popular on Audible. So if you want to listen to it instead of uh, read it. And of course, um, you can join in the conversation on my website, which is successwise.com, where you can download a free copy of the one-page marketing plan canvas and see what we're doing from a marketing perspective as well. Alan, such a pleasure. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you, Alex. Pleasure to be on. Thank you for listening. I know there's many other things you could have been doing during this time, and I hope you found this episode incredibly useful for you and your journey. And if you did, or if you have any feedback, I would love to hear that in a review on Apple. That would be fantastic or anywhere else that you are listening to this show. So thank you. And if you're the type of listener that is also an author or looking to be an author soon, feel free to email me at alex at advancedamazonads.com. That's alex at advancedamazonads.com. And I'll add you to our weekly newsletter where I send out all of the best marketing tips I've ever heard from authors that I've had on this show and many of the authors that we work with. So I look forward to hearing from you if that's something you'd find useful. And either way, I look forward to having you back for our next episode.